Hey, this is Phil Yano with the Tech After Five podcast. And one of the things we do is we introduce you to brand new people and things and events you might never have heard about. And today I've got Joel Davis. He's with Follett. And Follett is a software company right here in the Tech After Five footprint, in this case, in our, near Greenville, South Carolina. But uh, they've got an upcoming event where they're inviting all of you to come and kind of visit and see what they do for free. It's like an open house. I thought you'd like to hear about it. So uh, let's get to it. This call is being recorded. Now, here's the deal, Joel. I want you to just assume that I don't know anything about you. Now, we, you and I both know better than that, but just assume that I didn't know anything about you. Tell me uh, who you are at Fallout Labs, what do you do, and uh, and then we're going to ask you some more about Fallout. Sure. So um, I've been in uh, the Greenville area for a long time. Um, I've worked at a lot of uh, small companies and startups, and one of those startups uh, was a company called Tetradata uh, that was acquired by Fallout about 14 years ago. Um, I worked as a software developer uh, at Follett uh, for many years. And then I moved into this position uh, a couple of years ago, managing uh, Follett Labs. So Follett Labs is an innovation lab um, within Follett. Um, and we essentially get to start uh, act as a startup company uh, with inside of a larger company. So we get to do all the fun things um, that a startup does uh, trying out new ideas, uh, experimenting, playing around, uh, but with the safety of being inside a large company. Uh, so that's what I get to do. You know, until you said it, I, I don't think I realized that it was actually 14 years ago for the sale. That's right. Holy cow. Well, a yeah, lot of was, time uh, passed, my friend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, 2005. Yep. Yeah. Wow. So now, the, the, again, folks, you know, you just said lab. People might think you're doing wet work, but that's not the case. Follett is a software company. Yeah. So really, Follett's made up of uh, uh, three different divisions. And, and Follett is a family-owned company that's been around for almost 150 years. Um, and there are three main divisions, like I said. So there's a, a higher ed division. Um, and that's where a lot of people are familiar with Follett um, because the higher ed division runs almost 900 um, college bookstores across the country. Um, and so a lot of people are familiar with them when they went to college. Um, there's also a public library um, division called Baker and Taylor. Um, and then the division that I work for is called Follett School Solutions. And it's a K-12 um, focused division and we do mostly software and also uh, selling of um, educational resources uh, to schools. And in fact, we're one of the largest uh, sellers of books, textbooks, that sort of thing uh, in the world uh, in that market. Yeah. So but, and then the piece that you're working on is obviously on the software side. And there's a number yes. of folks you know, inside of our footprint, obviously, when I they say for our footprint thinking tech after five, you know, we're primarily in the Southeast at the moment, getting ready to grow, but um, your office is in Greenville, South Carolina. That's correct. You have so an we've office got, in Greenville. Yeah, we have, we have an office. So uh, I, the division of follow that I work for has about 200 developers. Um, the office in Greenville, um, we have about, I want to say between 40 and 50 people in that office. Um, right. and, and probably, uh, about a dozen developers 
um, but other technical people as well working in that office. So when you say other technical, does that mean support kind of folks or what, what do they do? Yeah, so they're doing things like uh, uh, working with databases, data loading, um, that sort of thing for our student information system. So when a new right. customer comes and they'll pull data in from an old system, help that data loading, that sort of thing. Right. Okay. So you've got, uh, you know, like you said, you got a dozen developers, I guess, in Greenville and other technical people sort of wrapped around all of that stuff that goes on. Um, but you guys, one of the things, we're, the reason we're talking, of course, today is that you guys started a conference a few years ago, and I think you're, I think you're in the fourth year of this conference, if I've got that right, and it's the DIY conference. Tell me about that. Yeah, so about four years ago, um, I was a, uh, a technical team lead um, on a team of about 12 people, and we were under some uh, constraints as far as budget with professional development, uh, which meant we couldn't uh, send people to, to uh, a professional type conference. Um, but I still wanted to, to help grow my team uh, professionally. And so I came up with this idea of uh, doing our own conference. Um, and that's where the name do-it-yourself conference came out of. So basically what we did is we just went to a, a, a local hotel here to get offsite uh, got a conference room, and everybody who came to the conference also presented at the conference. Um, so what this did for us, um, it really kind of had four things that it did. Um, so one is, uh, as developers, it gave them uh, the time that they needed to go research something new um, and learn something. Um, and because they were presenting, they, they had to learn it well enough to actually stand up in front of people and present it. Um, and then it just gave them the, the chance, the experience to, to, to present, um, you know, as developers, we're often individual contributors and we're working in isolation and, um, we just don't have that, that opportunity to sort of stand up and, you know, uh, in front of people and teach. Uh, so it was a great experience from that. And then the fourth thing was, you know, as also being the audience, um, we had a chance to learn from our peers, something that was important to them. And so it was just a really, really valuable experience. Um, and so that first year was pretty much uh, mostly local, mostly people from the Greenville audience. Uh, um, and uh, over the next several years, um, it's grown and we've started having people from our other offices uh, in Chicago. And uh, we also have an office in Boston who have started attending it as well. And so we've grown from that first year being 20-something uh, people attending the conference to this year um, we have over 70 people coming to the conference. And that's just starting with the folks that you have from around your offices, right? So like you said, you got Greenville, Chicago, Boston, and I'm going to guess you probably have individual contributors who might not even be in an office. Somebody working that's from correct. home, for example? Yeah, that's yeah, we have a um, our culture is very much one of uh, allowing people to work remotely. And so we have people who are in um, in those locations, but we also have people spread out um, across the country and even uh, in other countries. Um, so we uh, are coming to our conference this year. We even have some people coming from uh, our office in Dublin, Ireland. We have, I think, five people coming 
um, from that. And we have some people from Colorado and um, I think Pennsylvania. So <laughs> just all over the country, we have people who are individually, uh, who normally work remotely. And I will say that's also a huge benefit as well as we have people who uh, we never see in person um, who come to the conference. And it's like the one time a year that we see them in person and have a chance to connect with them. And that's really, really yeah. powerful for us as well. I've, I've got to believe it is. I mean, and the thing is, you know, now, again, you know, you're at your fourth year. So you've seen some presentations, I would guess by now, that have kind of surprised you, either that people were interested in or it was some technology or some idea that was uh, interesting to you. I wonder if uh, any of those stand out. You could kind of tell us about them. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. Um, what One of the things that's always uh, amazed me is every year we've ended up um, with things that um, we end up with a, almost like a theme. Um, and everybody comes up with their own topic. So we don't plan a theme. Um, but we end up with a lot of sessions that just tie into each other very, very nicely. Um, so this year, um, we're actually having one day um, of the conference um, that's just internally for us still. And then we're having one day that we're inviting uh, the, uh, the Greenville community to. So the internal day, we have um, a bunch of sessions around um, ADA um, and accessibility. Um, it wasn't planned. It's just a lot of people, this is what was on there, uh, you know, sort of resonated with them. Um, it's just interesting how that's happened. Um, some things that we've in the past that we've had um, that has changed our culture um, is the first year we did it. Um, we had uh, some people talk about some new features in JavaScript. Um, and that got us to, to, to move forward with those. Um, somebody spoke on uh, using Google Analytics. We hadn't been using it much in our products before. And that, that has not only moved into the team that spoke about it, but across other teams as well. And so it's really interesting to see how somebody took the time to learn it, to present it at the conference. It moved into our team uh, and then spread out through the rest of the development teams. Um, and, and that's really why the, our management has supported this so much is they've seen the effect of it across the entire development organization. I, I mean, I could see that right off, right? I mean, you, the, just in the examples that you give, right? You start with someone that said, hey, here's some technology. They're saying, look, this is some technology that interests me. I think this is the future. This is something we ought to be thinking about and you know other developers kind of look at it and say well yeah i was thinking the same thing too but i didn't do anything about it and to do do and that just think that sort of snowballs into building you know either new features or new functionalities into the software that you're building right yeah and as a lot of times as developers we just don't have the slack time um, to go out and investigate some of these things right we're so busy um you know building 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 um, that we're, you know, we're aware of these things sort of on the periphery um, and we sort of know that we should be doing some of these things or learning them. Um, and part of the value of this, like I said before, is um, when, when you give people a chance and you say, okay, we have this event coming up, we're encouraging you to present 
And as part of that, we're giving you the time to go research it. It, it gives people permission to, to take the time to go learn that thing that they know they should be doing. So whether it's new features in a language, um, you know, if you're using Java or C Sharp or whatever, there's always new features coming out, but you're not always taking advantage of them. Um, or it's right. best practices around testing or whatever. Right. Well, and again, the thing I like about that is that if, you know, if I'm on a team and someone says you need to go present a thing, you can be uh, assured that I will make sure that I am competent at that before I get up in front of a room of, full of other folks and try to spread my idea around, right? Yeah. I'm going to be good. The nice thing is that it's a safe enough environment that, that we're not worried about, are you a great speaker? Um, we do expect people to, to, to learn the topic and, you know, know what they're talking about. But, you know, if your slides aren't beautiful or your presentation style is not professional, that's fine. You know, th it's all learning. Um, and we do give critiques to each other. Um, but it's a safe environment, right? Because it's just us. So the thing that I like about what you have done, one of the things I think is interesting and what an exciting opportunity for people who live around here is that you decided to open the doors up so that other people who are not Follett employees can come hang out with you. Absolutely. So we did this for several years. And then um, our vice president of development, uh, who's my boss, uh, challenged us to say, how can we take this to the next level? Um, and really, that, that meant like opening the doors to the community for us. Um, and so we're really just trying to experiment to, to figure out how to do this. This year, what we're wanting to do is just open the doors and say, come on in, see what we're doing. Um, our hope is that we'll, people will come see what we're doing. And next year, that those people who came uh, will participate with us. Um, so this year is just a come, come and, uh, you know, participate, consume what we have to offer. Um, and hopefully next year, you'll say, man, that was so awesome. I want to present as well. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. A lot then. I mean, who should come to this? That's really the question. What are they going to see? Yeah. So the, the types of people that we have coming to it, I think would be the same types of people who would want to come to it from the community. So of course, developers of any, of any level um, are going to benefit. But we've also got uh, project managers, uh, QA engineers, uh, UX designers. Um, those are all people, you know, so pretty much everybody who's involved in the software development um, uh, community um, is going to, is going to benefit from uh, from it. So the 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 day that we're opening up is mostly high level types of things. So the types of things that we're talking about on that day. Person who's going to be talking about natural language processing and machine learning. I'm going to be speaking on that day talking about outcomes over outputs. Uh, so it's not a real technical talk, but it's talking about process. Um, we have another person who's talking about a mentality of, of failure, uh, allowing yourself to be able to fail. We'll have somebody coming in from Microsoft to, to, to speak. And so um, uh, quite a few topics um, that are maybe a little more uh, high level. So e even people who aren't necessarily technically focused as developers, 
um, you know, would, would, would be able to get something out of uh, what we're doing that day. Yeah. And so when you say high level course, you mean more accessible as opposed to more technical. Um, yes. You know, more, yes. more <laughs> folks would, would and I know, and that's great. I mean, that's what people want to know is that, like, you know, someone else comes in and says, look, these guys are going to be like, you know, diagnosing one little piece of code and a piece of their software, and I'm not going to understand it. You're saying, no, 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 it's not that at all. We're going to be talking about how we develop, what are some of our philosophies, what are some of the problems we face, and we would list like have other people come in to collegially participate in that conversation. Absolutely, that's that describes it perfectly. Um, and you know, ideally, we would we would love to to also um, get into some of the more um, technical types of things uh, in the future. Um, so, you know, maybe next year we can open up both days uh, to, to the community and have more of those technical talks for the people who want to, you know, to get into some new feature of Java or C Sharp, um, that sort of thing. But um, the sessions this year really are going to be much more focused um, as broader topics um, that I think are going to be very accessible uh, to a, a, a wider range of uh, attendee. Yeah, you know, the thing is, I could see someone, for example, who was, you know, in the early stages of their development career, they were like, what's it like, really like to work inside of a company? What are the things they are thinking about? This is like an opportunity to see that. But if I'm, you know, mid-level or even higher level, I mean, this is just an opportunity to have some conversations with other people who are doing the same kind of work I'm doing. Uh, they're just doing it in a different company. Yeah, and we will have time uh, to, to network and just talk as well. So, I mean, you know, that fits perfectly in with that as well. You know, people who are wondering what is it like to be a software developer. Um, <laughs> if you're in that, if you're in that um, situation, this would be a great opportunity to come. Um, we'll, we will have um, a, a time to mix and mingle and just chat. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that an awful lot. Okay, so which day is this that you are bringing folks in from the outside? What day are you inviting people to come, and uh, where is this going to be? So it's um, on May 1st, um, and it's going to be at the uh, Hartness Conference Center at Furman University. It's an all-day event? Uh, so we will have, it runs from uh, 1 o'clock in the afternoon until five um, and we understand that may be difficult for people you know who are working and then we also have um, like a set of what we're calling keynotes um, that will be from seven until 8 30 um, with like dessert and coffee after that right i mean i could imagine that some folks might be able to come for the first half or and or right. some will come for all of it some will come for the first part some could come for the latter part of it uh, and that's okay by you, right? You're, the idea is you just want Absolutely. to come and be part of the conversation. Yep. Um, now, we, I know you've got a place for folks to sign up. So this is easy. It's really just DIY comp. And the good news is if someone goes there to sign up, the, a lot of that material on there is about folks internal to present and so forth. But any of us who are coming from the outside, we don't have to worry about that. We just click on the attend tab and register to attend the event. That's correct. Um, yeah. and, th and there's no cost. Um, you know, we just uh, that just helps us to, to know how to plan um, for the, uh, the event as far as how many people would be coming. Right. 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 And it's super easy. And the idea is here again, you know, 
just a little Google form. You're asking for someone's name and email address and the idea so that you can just remind them of where they're supposed to be and when they're supposed to be and uh, make sure that, uh, you know, they know how to show up for the event. That's it. Anything else? Anything else somebody needs to know before they decide to come? Um, I'm assuming this is, uh, let's say, business casual dress. I mean, dress like you went to work. Yes. Okay. Well, I think this sounds like an awful lot of fun, and I am planning to be there myself to see what you guys have going on. Um, and we're hoping that a lot of our folks who are developers at various levels who will come and hang out as well and just get to meet some people at Follow and to talk shop for a day with some nice people. Sounds awesome. Yeah, I think it'll be great fun. Joel, thank you for your time. Thank you for thank you to you and to Follett for you know opening up the doors of Follett for the to the Tech After Five audience and inviting us to come, you know, visit you and spend some time with your developers and learn from them and just share some ideas back and forth. I mean, you know, we are in fact, as you know, all about tribe building and building the developer community. And I can't imagine a better way for, like I said, it doesn't matter what level you are at your career, your developer career, this is a great opportunity to get and talk with other people who are doing the same kinds of things as you. Well, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm excited about it as well. I look forward to seeing uh, folks from your community come and uh, we look forward to engaging with them. Yeah. All right. So the date is May the 1st. And of course, all the links will be in our notes for this episode. And of course, we're going to be sending uh, more emails and so forth out to our audience to let people know that they need to show up for this event because it's going to be fun. It's no charge and it's a chance to, uh, again, collaborate in the in a great atmosphere. So thank you again, Joel. You're welcome. Thanks again for listening to the Tech After Five podcast. Again, you can hit the show links if you happen to be driving down the road. And, uh, you know, we don't want you to stop trying to remember, but it's DIYConf.com. But we will uh, stick all the links in the notes so that you can sign up. And we hope to see you, of course, at uh, all of our events. Come to Tech After Five. We'd love to see you there. Always check that out at the Tech After Five website, techafterfive.com. And uh, the other way that you can help us out, of course, is if you like what we are doing, one little thing that you could be doing for us is to give us and our show a good rating on iTunes. And uh, how about uh, sharing this with your friends saying, hey, here's some guys who would like to uh, help you in your career on tech. We'd love to have you. Again, this is Phil Yanov. Thank you for being here. And we will talk to you at Tech After Five.